Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a woman who believes 100% that caffeine makes her a better human. She has a background in dance, music, and is a taco enthusiast. You will see her as an aerialist and bottle walker in Cirque Dreams Holidays touring around the country right now. We welcome Mary Nirad. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Absolutely great, Mary. Let's go beyond the mic. Quote, everyone relaxes differently. That's all. Some people sprawl across their furniture like boneless cats, unquote. You do a chest stand. How did you discover your special talent as a silks aerialist and contortionist? <laughs> well, it actually um, kind of started with dance. I used to dance for a while when I was younger, and I actually got really hurt. So I had to take some time off, and someone recommended to me that I take a silks class because I don't have to put any impact on my joints. And I was like, sure, why not? And then I went and did that, and I was like, oh, this is way better. I'm just going to stay here. And then I did. <laughs> so was it ballet, tap? What was the early trauma? I mean, it wasn't like trauma. It was just I, the dance world, because I'm five feet tall, and like dancers are not usually five feet tall. I just like visually didn't quite fit in with everybody else. So I just being like an awkward like preteen felt out of place. <laughs> In middle school, you were in the Florida State Junior International Thespian Society competition. Oh, God, I was. <laughs> How did your life path change from then to now in Cirque Dreams holidays? Well, I was actually, um, since I was really little, I played music. So I grew up playing piano and violin and singing. And that was what I was supposed to do. And that's what I trained my entire life. And I did all my college auditions to go do theater and opera and things of that nature. And I had just started doing circus a little bit when I was around like 16 years old. And when it came time for me to go to college, I just cried. Like I was so upset because I wasn't going to be able to do circus anymore. And my dad told me like, why don't you take a gap year? And I was like, oh my God, that's a great idea. Why don't I just do that? Wow. <laughs> So I did, and I auditioned for a couple of shows in Orlando, which is where I'm from, and I got the jobs. So then I just started working as an aerialist, and I kept training, and I started realizing that I was kind of bendy, and I met a lot of people who did a lot of cool things, which is how I found bottle walking. There was a girl that I met who did it, and I was like, oh my God, I would like to try that. <laughs> so I tried it, and it worked out, and that's how kind of how we got here. <laughs> Mary, you worked in Phantasmagoria, Orlando as a puppeteer. How did that show prepare you for today? Well, that show was actually really, really special to me. That whole company is. Um, it's really, really unique. They do a lot of storytelling um, versus like traditional kind of stuff. And they really like put an emphasis on the concept of like the Greek chorus and things of that nature. So we had like main storytellers and then the rest of us would create the story with them. And so a lot of us were trained to be puppeteers so we could, you know, help integrate other characters and like have a lot of different movement qualities and things like that. And it definitely prepared me for the show that I'm doing now because I feel like no matter what anyone asks me to do, I already have something in my back pocket that I can just be like, oh, I got you. I've got this ace in the hole. This ace. <laughs> What makes Cirque Dreams such a special entertainment experience? Cirque Dreams, honestly, it, they've done such a good job of creating an environment and a group of people that are just so wonderful and so talented. And genuinely, every single day that we go on stage, it feels like we're a big family. Like the cast, the crew, 
management, everybody. And because of that, I really think you can feel it when you come and see the show that we're all so excited to share everything that we're doing with the audience. And it's also so cool just to be on stage with people who all love what they do as much as I love what I do. And it's just really special. <laughs> Mary Nerad specialist aerialist bottle walker she's just everything in Cirque Dreams holidays and she joins us for the Rocky Nate now Mary it's real simple eight random questions answer with the first thing that comes to your mind there's no pressure it feels like there's pressure promise no pressure (laughs) okay (laughs) what makes the perfect s'more the perfect s'more you have to put an animal cracker in the middle in the middle in the middle why it just adds like this extra little like crunchy cakey situation after it like melts together. I highly recommend you should try it. <laughs> Fan of animal crackers. So. I love animal crackers. <laughs> What's your favorite shape? The elephant. Who sang the last song or album you purchased? I per- well, I haven't purchased one in a while because Spotify. Um, but the one that I listen to the most is the Boston album. Which album? The like the one that's just called Boston with the spaceship on it. <laughs> Are you an old soul or did someone influence your musical tastes? I mean, I, I don't know if I'd say that, but my, my dad, like when I was younger, he had me listen to all the bands that he liked. So I love them. I love Motley Crue. Like I love all the bands like that. Mary, what makes Stitch your favorite alien? Well, he's blue and he's sassy and he likes snacks. And I also like snacks. So I feel like, Yeah. Have you ever set accidentally yourself on fire? Yeah, actually, you heard this story. What did you hear this story? Who did you hear this story from? I found this out. Research, my friend. Why do you think I asked a question in research? So I used to be a fire dancer, actually, for Phantasmagoria. And um, I remember we were at an event, and (laughs) I wonder if it's the same story. (laughs) But I was at an event. And I believe it was this steampunk, like, farmer, not a farmer's market. It was like a fair. It was really cool. It was a really, really cool event that we got to work more than a couple times. And I would just go into town with my fire fans doing my thing. And, yeah, it just kind of (laughs) happened. Yeah, you got put out. No long-term damage. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was not a big deal. I was a little singed. I smelled a little, like, you know the smell of, like, hair when it's a little burned? I smelled like that for a little bit, but... <laughs> you kept fighting on. That's the spirit. I did. I really did. <laughs> What's your best memory of the Bay Street players when you played Tiger Lily? Oh, my goodness. You did so much research. Um, honestly, there was in the theater, the way it was set up, there was a, um, alleyway in the back of the theater, which was really just cute. It was like very brick and there were like little cute, like twinkle lights everywhere. And as a cast in between like intermission and stuff like that, we would all just kind of go out there and just mess around and like be ridiculous. And I think that was my favorite part because we would go out there in costume, even though we technically weren't supposed to, um, We would just have fun. Now, you have high expectations of yourself, but who inspires you to be better each day? Um, Definitely my coach. Um, Her name's Jen. She taught me everything that I know how to do when it comes to, like, circuits and aerial, and she is just an incredible person who she also just, like, has taught me so much about being a person, which I think is what makes her, like, an amazing coach, is, like, she has taught me both things. 
And like to this day, she is always there for me. I call her so often. We talk almost every day. She's, yeah, she's like a parent figure for me. She's incredible. Where's your favorite place to relax in Lake County? <laughs> um, really, you did so much research in Lake County. Research, research, research. Oh, I haven't been there in a while. Um, there's this little coffee shop in Mount Dora. I can't remember what it's called, but I know it. Like I know how to get there if I'm on the road <laughs> and it's just really cute. And then you have to like go upstairs and outside and it's just really cute. So probably there. I have to ask, cause your hair is part of your vivacious personality. It is. Yes. What's the best and worst thing about your hair? Um, I think the best thing about my hair is that when it's in a good place, it's pretty easy to handle. So I don't really have to do much to it. Like when I wake up in the morning, I just kind of shake it out and it's my hair, which is great. <laughs> but the thing that's not great is when I go through a lot of different temperature changes, like I currently am when I'm on tour, it just gets very confused and it doesn't know what to do. And just all these different textures start happening. Like I'll have like the fuzz over here. I'll get like a dreadlock down here because of the moisture. I'll like, yeah. So then I just have to like take care of it and do the thing. And sometimes also in the air, it'll get like, cause I do a lot of aerial with my hair down. So sometimes it'll get like stuck and I have to like be aware. <laughs> it's time for the back half with Cirque Dreams Holiday star, Mary Nerad beyond the mic. Mary, how's your life changed from when you were a kid growing up where your dreams were in opera and now you're an acrobat? Honestly, um, it has changed a lot, but I feel like it's changed more into what I was supposed to do. Because I feel like I grew up doing all of the singing and the opera and all of that stuff. But ultimately, like, I've always been a person who has really loved movement and things of that nature. So I think the change that I experienced was for the better. And, like, it just felt more natural. So instead of feeling like a change, it just kind of felt like I was falling into what I was supposed to do. And, yeah. So I guess it didn't really feel like a change. It felt more like a discovery. That makes sense. Yeah. Who's your favorite person to watch Cirque when you aren't performing yourself? Which artist? I love the jump ropers. <laughs> they're so fun. <laughs> well, there's these four wonderful humans all dressed as little reindeer, just hopping around like completely in sync, flipping, doing all these crazy things. And they're just so high energy and they get everyone so hyped up. It's honestly incredible. You have so many talents, improv, modern, tap dancing, opera, but what's one that people don't know about you? Um, oh goodness. The one talent people don't know I have. I can touch my pinky to my forearm. <laughs> no, that's not normal. Yeah. That's not. Oh my. <laughs> but I can do it. <laughs> I can't do that. When your family first saw you perform in Cirque, what was going through your mind? My my mom and my dad actually have never seen me. For, like my biological mom and dad have never seen me perform for Cirque Dreams. Wow. Um, my mom's not really in the picture. My dad actually died a couple years before I got the contract with them. So my coach and her family are actually my family now. And <laughs> so it's kind of cool having my coach be kind of like my, my mother type figure, which is honestly amazing. So 
when her and her family come and watch me perform, like her husband and her two sons who are now my little brothers, which is really cool. (laughs) Um, It's honestly like most of the time I'm like, yeah, I can't mess up. She's super going to know because she's also my coach and she helped me build the act. (laughs) Um, It's also just. So who's hard on you, your coach or you? Definitely me. Definitely me. When people come see Cirque, what should they expect? Honestly, they should just expect to have a lot of fun because we're all having so much fun on stage that I feel like it's kind of impossible for them to not have fun with us. The road is a grind. so It's a journey, yes. <laughs> What's your favorite story from the road? Oh, my goodness. I think my favorite, one of my favorite stories from the road is we made a stop and we were all sleeping on the bus and we all got up to, you know, take our bus stop, use the bathroom, you know, find a snack, all the things. And one of our lovely artists, his name is Jeremy. He does German wheel and he's a clown and he's also just a wonderful person. He didn't wake up and we were all so groggy that we didn't wake him up and he got locked on the bus. You locked him on the bus? (laughs) I did lock him on the bus, but it did, it did happen. (laughs) Mary, how's this experience changed the way you look at entertainment and life? Honestly, I feel like it makes it feel much more human. You know, being on the road with a group of people and we're all doing things that we love to do and we're all working so hard to make that thing a reality and just seeing all like the ups and downs that we go through as people while being together that have nothing to do with the show. It honestly just, I feel so thankful that I get to be like a part of an experience like that with so many people. It's more from Mary Nirad from Cirque Dreams Holidays Beyond the Mic. How does the pandemic, Mary, change the way that you look at your art? I'm definitely very, very thankful that I get to do what I do because of the pandemic. I was before, but now it's just a whole nother level. Um, Because yeah, I definitely, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like all of us were quite scared that it wasn't going to come back. So I feel like now every time we train or we perform or anything like that, you can feel how happy we are that we get to do this. Now your show is so choreographed, but what goes through your mind when you're performing? Are you, are you thinking, okay, time to put my head back on the bar or spin, spin, spin. What do you think? <laughs> it's, I personally don't feel like my stuff is automatic at all. I definitely have muscle memory, but like when it comes to like doing the bendy things, like I'll grab my foot and I'll be like, okay, you got to breathe now. And then it's like this, when I pull my foot down to my nose. (laughs) Or when I hang by my neck, I'll like get there and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to hang by my neck really quick. (laughs) And then I do the thing. But I like play that in my head almost every time. When you go home from the road, what do you do first? The first thing that I have to do is there's this place in Winter Park called the Winter Park Biscuit Company. They make these vegan chicken biscuits that are so good, and I want them so bad. So that's the first thing I'm going to do when I get home, and then I'm going to go see my boyfriend after I get the biscuit. (laughs) You're isolated on the road. You've got friends, but you're away from your boyfriend. How has the road changed you? Honestly, it, it doesn't feel like we're alone. You know, I feel like we got very, very lucky, and we have an incredible cast and an incredible group of people. And we're really just supportive of each other. When someone's having a rough day or they miss home or they're not feeling good, we just kind of were there to like lift each other up. And I have a wonderful roommate who is just, he's one of my best friends on tour, which is amazing. And yeah, we just, I don't feel like we feel like we're very alone. Mary, what's in your future when the circus 
Well, the circus is over. Well, I hope that I get to keep doing circus for as long as I can. (laughs) Um, There's so many different options. There's so many different areas of this world that I hope that I get to be a part of. And yeah, I just, I feel like the universe will tell me what I'm supposed to do next. And I've been doing that. It's been working out. So I think, I think it'll work out the way it's supposed to. What do you want people to think as they see you do what you love? I hope they think like, oh my gosh, that's the girl that wants the animal cracker in her s'mores. It's time for one big question with Mary Nerad from Cirque Dreams Holidays Beyond the Mic. Mary, what's the one song that reminds you of your dad? More Than a Feeling by Boston. (laughs) My dad fully, fully supported me doing circus. And it, when he died, it was, it hadn't quite taken off yet. Like I had just started getting like small gigs here and there, but I know that he would be so proud of me that I like did the thing. So he'd be stoked. (laughs) She was almost in the opera, very sassy, set herself on fire and wants you to put an animal cracker in the middle of your s'mores. You'll see her in Cirque Dreams Holidays Tour, touring right now. Mary Nerad, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.